Welcome to the Claremont County Public Library's Book Lovers Podcast. I'm Laura here with my co-host Andrea. Hello. And we're joined today by Jordan from the Bethel Branch Library. Hello. We're going to talk about books that we've enjoyed lately and some new books that we're looking forward to reading. All right. Well, who wants to go first? Jordan, do you want to tell us what you're reading? Uh, Yeah, I can go first. Uh, So I got my little stack here. Uh, A couple I've finished already and the one I'm in the process of reading. Uh, The first one at the top is one I've been meaning to read for a long time and I finally, finally read it. Yay! Um, But it's uh, Howl's Moving Castle by Diana Wynne-Jones. And I, it's been on my reading list for a long time because I'm a huge um, Studio Ghibli fan and Hell's Moving Castle is my favorite anime ever. Um, and when I found out that it was based on a book, I checked it out, and this was back when I was in college, so I checked it out, did not have time to read it, took it back, started working here, checked it out, <laughs> got overwhelmed with everything else I had to read, put it back, found it on Amazon for $6. I was like, okay, I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to read it. And it took me about six months because I loved it so much, I didn't want it to end. Oh, you have to make it last. (laughs) Yeah. Read it one little morsel at a time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so I finally made myself finish. Read it. (laughs) So so what's the book about? Because I don't know the Mm -hmm. anime or the book. Yeah, it's about uh, this a teenage girl named Sophie and she's kind of reserved and kind of lacks a lot of confidence and she runs her family's hat shop Um, and then one day she is out and it's called May Day it's like a holiday in the book at least I don't know if it's a real holiday Um, and she encounters this very odd person who she later finds out was the wizard Howl, who is kind of infamous in the area for um, attracting young women and then taking them away to his castle and then they're never seen again. Oh boy. So there's like this rumor that he like eats their hearts or something. Mm. So that was a big part of the story. But it's not really dark like that. It's <laughs> not. It's cute and charming. Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's kind of can twist <laughs> no, here. No, 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 it's not. It's delightful yeah. and charming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, she, when she's seen with Hal, she kind of makes this witch jealous who's in love with Hal, so the witch turns her into an old woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love triangle. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) And she, um, to try to get rid of the spell, she tries to look for Hal to find it, and then she eventually comes upon the moving castle and everything in it, and... Yeah, it's it's really great. And oh, good. Yeah, she and Hal meet each other and then become friends ish. They kind of can't stand each other really. Oh, okay. Um, Frenemies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he um, doesn't realize right away that it's her. But, oh, but yeah, it's, I see. Yeah, it's really great. Um, I've been wanting to. I had read a lot of like really dark stuff for a long time. Okay. I was like, okay, let's read something a little lighter, okay. um, <laughs> just to kind of get away from that. So, um, yep, House Moving Castle. And I I really loved it. It was actually a little like toward the end, especially a little bit darker than the movie version that oh, okay. I knew. So that was a surprise. Um, but yeah, it was really really great and there are actually two 
not sequels per se, but they're called companion books. Oh, okay. um, called Castle in the Air and House of Many Ways. How long do you think it'll take you to read those? Um, Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm reading Castle in the Air right oh, okay. now. So I'm very I'm, I'm, moving, yeah, I'm moving along, so we'll see. But yeah, this one I took so long because I just did not, I didn't want to end and it. It was really good. Laura, do you have any books that you want to share? Do I? You I do. <laughs> I, do. I have two that I'm looking forward to reading. They're not out yet, and one that I did read that I super loved. So one that I'm looking forward to is called Death Prefers Blondes by Caleb Rorig. And it's a YA book? It is, okay. indeed. And this is the description. Teen celebrity socialite Margot leads a double life as a cat burglar with a crew of four kickboxing drag queens. Which right there, I <laughs> yeah, totally want to, yes. <laughs> but when a big job goes belly up, each one of them must rely on their special skills to survive the night. So I totally, I've got to yeah, read it. Yeah, a little lighter and fluffier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, need, need a little your, bit. In your reading okay. list. Cool. So yeah. what about you, Andrea? Do you oh, have anything? Well, I was going to tell you about nonfiction books because we recently had National Unicorn Day. Yes. And I think it's a holiday we should probably embrace it should be a, a bigger little bit thing. more stronger. Yes. So I know we these are nonfiction books. They're not brand new, but Unicorn Your Life. Wondrous ways to make everything more magical. Did you read it? Lab? I did read it. And your life's more magical. It should be more magical. You're I don't know. It didn't stick. I <laughs> there's something about me that's too dark I to be more magical. Is no one can see this, but we can in the room. Is that you have bluish, purplish <laughs> hair? That's true. I do. So have that's definitely hair. magical. <laughs> so I think you got something. Out something of it. maybe. <laughs> I don't feel as if I sparkle as much as I should, though. Right. Well, maybe. It, Maybe, maybe it just takes a while, else, you know. Yeah. But, but maybe somebody who is already more open to being lighthearted and cheerful would sparkle way more. Yeah, it's about finding and focusing on the sparkly bits that make life amazing. There you go. So, well, or maybe I just need a more amazing self-help. life. Yeah. Well, no, maybe it's just because it says about focusing on. Sometimes I think we get bogged down focusing on the non-sparkle. Yeah. I'm like more of an cars hour. breaking down, <laughs> yeah. that Sadly. kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh. All right, Jordan. What else do you have in your stack? Uh, so my next one, I actually just finished this last night. I wanted to have at least two of them done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my second book is Life of Pi by Jan Martel, and it was published in 2001, so it's been out for a yeah. little while, and then. Um, then the movie came out a few years ago, and I absolutely love the movie. Again, one of those things I didn't know how to book with it. Um, and what drew me to it just recently was at the Bethel branch, we just set up a fiction display um, with books having to do with animals. Oh, okay. Yep. And this was one of them, and as I was putting it on the display, I realized I've never read this book, and I think I'd really enjoy it. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier that I wanted to kind of go for lighter books that weren't so dark. I did not get that with this book. It was, I think the word I used to describe it was merciless. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. It's got a lot going on. I guess when you have a lifeboat full of wild animals, it's not going to go right. so well. But right. yeah. But yeah um, and when I finished it last night, I was so overwhelmed. I cried for like 20 minutes. Oh, was, oh it was one of those books. Um, but despite all of that, it's a really beautiful, 
beautifully written story and it's one of those books that feels like the writer is sitting beside you telling you the story like it's just very natural just to like read right through it right um you can really feel like the appreciation the writer has for animals and for different interactions different walks of life and um yeah it was just a really amazing amazing book even though it destroyed me a little yeah it's one of those reads that sticks <laughs> with you sometimes that feels good to get so emotionally involved with something i mean even if it makes you cry it's mm-hmm. still nice to have writing that is that powerful right mm-hmm. i think yeah sure balances out all the popcorn yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, so number two. Yeah. Okay. This is another one that isn't out yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It's called The Deceivers by Kristen Simmons. And the description is Bryn Hilder's academic record and talent for running cons earn her a place at Dr. Odin's exclusive private school, Vale Hall, where students are trained to collect secrets that have the power to overthrow corrupt politicians. And I say, in the current climate, we could use people like Bryn Hilder. <laughs> so anyway, piqued my interest and it sounds like a lot of fun. And that's also a YA book. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you have another unicorn book? I do. We have at least two books that are unicorn food. Oh, fun. So if you need to um, create magical recipes for your unicorn party next yeah. year. We've or we don't even have to wait till next year. Right, your birthday. Maybe your that's birthday right. theme is unicorns. Yeah, unicorns. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's... um. It says it has brightly hued dishes that make you smile, and has it's taken us by storm. Well, there you go. Yeah. What more do you need? Forty over-the-top unicorn creations. I love mm-hmm. it. That's in the one book called Unicorn Food: Magical Recipes <laughs> for Sweets, Eats, and Treats. And then the other one is Unicorn Food: Natural Recipes for Edible Rainbows. So basically, if you look up unicorn food, you're going to find these books. All right. Good. I like it. I think it's worth knowing that it we have these kind of books at the library. And I think everybody someday could use magical, delightful, rainbow-hued treats. Have you ever seen those cakes that are rainbow, like each layer, and yes. the icing in between, and they're just perfection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to make this. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I need to check this out for somebody else to make for me. Yeah. That is what I need. Well, you know, the, I could do the vegetables that are arranged in rainbow color. That's about... Yeah, that's my speed. The speed. Yeah. Get this down. Definitely. Yeah. So... Jordan, do you have any more books to share? Uh, Yes, I have one more. Um, And this one just came out a few months ago. It's called Circe by Madeline Miller. And it is not related to Game of Thrones. Every time I brought it up to someone, they always ask, is it like... Oh, right, because it's pronounced the same, but spelled differently. Yeah, I'm like, no, not quite. Uh, It's about the um, Greek mythology character of Circe. Um, I'm not that far into the book so far, so I can't really remember um, what exactly her role is in Greek mythology, but I think it's something to do, like, she's a witch and she turns people into pigs or something. That's all I can really remember um, from what I've heard. Um, but I've read this author's first book, which is The Song of Achilles, and it was really good. Uh, this book, I thought Cersei was a sequel to that book, and it's not. They're both freestanding books, which I love, because um, I get invested in way too many series, and instead of having one book and moving on, it's, you know, seven, ten books. <laughs> um, so I, I like a freestanding book. Um, 
but I was really drawn to this because I've always loved Greek mythology, um, and it's just something different. It's written um, kind of like as an origin story to this character, and it's based on the classics that were originally told the stories of these characters. Um, so like a lot of her Olympian siblings are in it, Zeus is a character in it, like I think Apollo is in it as well, so different characters like that are in it, and just the style of how it's written is very similar to what you would expect from reading a classic or something like that, so she really, um, sticks to that kind of storytelling, to that kind of language. To the structure of the story so it's really cool to read through that uh fun fact a friend of mine worked at a bookstore in pennsylvania last year and she actually got to meet this author oh so cool. That was pretty cool yeah and also i really wanted to read it because the cover is just awesome it is. i was gonna say i'm super <laughs> superficial because i read it because of the cover yeah it's got a beautiful cover it really does as soon as i saw it like oh there's one i want to read so. well it's like a like a bronze foil mm-hmm. looking cover so yeah it's very eye-catching because it and then it's her face mm-hmm. yeah it looks like really. it came off a of greek pottery right yeah yeah Super so pretty. i can see that yeah and i actually had to get this one from search ohio which is our our public library system but ccpl doesn't have them and because all of them in the Claremont County system were checked out. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah, Everybody out. wants to read it. Hey, wait, you yeah. bring up a good point that if we don't have it or they're all our copies mm-hmm. are checked out, Search Ohio is always a viable option for getting more books. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. All right. All right, so my last book. Okay. It's called Binti by Nettie Okorafor. And it won both the Hugo and the Nebula Awards for Best Novella. So it's actually a pretty quick read. It's uh, short, reads fast. Um, it's not officially a young adult book, but the character is college age, so could be a young adult book, sure. new adult. New adult. Please. But hey, as an old person, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the main character is Binti, and she's the first of the Himbe people to be offered a place at Umza University, the finest institution of higher learning in the galaxy. But to accept the offer will mean giving up her place in her family. It means she has to leave the planet, and um, because her people don't ever go off-planet, she can't ever go back. It's like she's dead to the family, dead Mm. to her entire race. So it's a big deal for her to decide to do this. She wants to go and learn all the things, but she's kind of struggling with what that means. Interesting. Yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you want one more unicorn book? Yes, always. (laughs) Now, this is a newer book. So it hasn't. It's um, coming in, but it's the Ma- Magical Unicorn Society, the official handbook. So maybe this is what you need <laughs> oh, to I really live your unicorn life, yeah. because it's got. Let me see what the it says. I, yeah, the official handbook of the Magical Unicorn Society presents all the relevant information about unicorns, including where they live, what they eat. And what powers they have. I'm not going to have to read the book because I have a niece who loves unicorns. Oh. So she can fill me in. She can. <laughs> She's probably a member. Mm-hmm. Probably. There you go. Secret, secret member. <laughs> yeah. I totally need that book so I can live my best unicorn life. That's right. So that'll get you. And then maybe you can circle back on that other um, one. On the other one. Yeah. It'll be more sparkly. Sparkly bits in order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my sparkly bits need to be put in order. <laughs> well, 
Is that enough uh, new books? I think or so. Different I, what we're reading books? I think we've covered it all thoroughly. Well, yeah. thank you, Jordan, for joining us today and sharing your three titles. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. To find out the titles that we shared, you can visit ClaremontLibrary.org for the show notes. And remember that like a good book, this podcast can be shared with your friends. Until next time, read on, magical unicorns. <laughs>